0: Hello and welcome to a Christmas special episode for 2022 of the Daily Red podcast. I am your host, Bianca Wiley, arts enthusiast, performer and media creative. You will hear about the most festive Christmas performances gracing Queensland this holiday season and the artists behind the scenes journeys. Sit back, relax, and let's get into it! It's that time of year again. If you haven't already figured out from the introduction, it's Christmas time, which means we are starting to see Christmas trees, tinsel, hear Mariah Carey almost everywhere, and for one Queensland Arts Company in particular, it's their 10th year of their annual Christmas tradition. That's right. Queensland Ballet is celebrating their tenth season of The Nutcracker and you are going to hear all about it from principal dancers and key players involved in the behind the scenes to bring the show to stage. Queensland Ballet Foundation director Rachel Walsh shares with me why she thinks that Queensland Ballet's production of The Nutcracker will remain a Christmas
1: tradition. I think, um, well it was always Lee's dream to offer Queensland audiences uh, an annual ballet tradition. Uh, one that would really bring families and friends of all generations together. I think Christmas is such a nostalgic time as well. You know, we want to be able to create those really special memories together and to create our own traditions. And there's nothing quite like the Nutcracker, uh, loved by all generations. It's just it's so magical um, to be able to be that ballet that people want to come to and want to share with each other each year. Um, ben, Stevens Nutcracker, ben Stevenson's Nutcracker um, is really magical. I think it really does take your way into this place of pure imagination and joy at Christmas. Um, yeah, I think it's the audiences that are demanding it to come back each year now. Um, they want to be able to share it each year. I think if it's your first time to the ballet or if you're a seasoned um, ballet lover, I think the Nutcracker offers so much to see on the stage right from the very first family scenes there's there's different family members and activity happening around the stage i I think i've seen it probably more than 100 times (laughs) and i think i still see new things every time i go the characters are so loved the costumes the sets um, the magical tchaikovsky score performed by qso it is all capturing the imagination and I think there's nothing quite like live theatre, stepping into this darkened room and sharing you know, every moment of live performance. It's um, breathtaking.
0: So, as you just said, Lee um, wants to make the Nutcracker a tradition it's been going for 10 years in Queensland. Do you think in another 10 years' time it will still be the Christmas show that Queensland Ballet performs?
1: I, I believe it is. I think right from the very start when Lee had a dream to... Create this annual ballet tradition and something really beautiful that generations of family and friends can enjoy together he was he was really needing something timeless and something you know nostalgic I think Christmas is a time when we want to be able to share memories together uh, and create our own traditions and there's nothing quite like the Nutcracker it's a story of pure joy and magic and it brings people together. I think a ballet that can be shared by you know, the youngest member of the family to the oldest is something really unique and special.
0: And when you do it each year here at Queensland Ballet, do you make any small changes to any of the costume sets, choreography, or do you like to keep it quite consistent?
1: Ben Stevenson's version is really based on a traditional version. It um, is it is a classic tradition. I think there are small... there is. Flexibility with the artists to be able to make each character their own, especially some of the funny, you know, family characters in the scenes. They, each performer will inject a little bit of themselves into each role, and it, and that's when the comedy comes to life, and that's when the magic happens. And there is that flexibility in the Nutcracker. It's also the perfect vehicle. Uh, for young dancers to step into the roles of, of the more experienced dancers that they've seen year on and uh, year out perform. So often in the Nutcracker, a young dancer will have their first chance at a principal role or a soloist role. And the whole company, you can feel supporting them in that. Um, it's, such a, it's such a great spirit to be a part of, uh, especially with Queensland Ballet. We're very much a, one big ballet family. and. Um, Everyone loves to see a dancer, you know, have a premiere. Um, I think that energy is always felt in the audience as well. For sure, and with that energy, of course, there's like good spirits
0: around everyone, which is perfect for Christmas time. So how do you think The Nutcracker captures the Christmas spirit?
1: I think just with pure imagination. It's a story that, it is a magical story. Obviously, with characters that are so loved, they go on a journey together. Um, together with the Tchaikovsky score, it's written especially for the Nutcracker, and I think I think there's you know there's very few things in life that can really inspire and bring people together and enjoy that people can all enjoy together. I think in that shared experience, that's where the real magic is. That's where humanity is. And I think that's where live performance is—is is one of the last frontiers of of, of human, you know, um, I don't know, spirit.
0: Mm, that's really beautiful. And you
1: said live performance. Mm.
0: When we had COVID, how was Queensland Ballet affected for the Nutcracker season? Oh,
1: well, we were very fortunate in Queensland. I think Queensland did such an incredible job managing um, COVID in that first year that by December. We were actually able to present a version of the Nutcracker, a reduced version. We did a one-hour-long show with um, no sets and costumes because of the, you know, there, there was only you know a certain amount of staff and what we could put together. But the dancers were able to do a one-hour performance um, in the concert hall, and so it was probably Queensland was probably one of the you know first states I believe to, to have that experience of live theatre, even in a reduced capacity for the Nutcracker. And I must say I, I, I thought that it may not have had the you know the magic.
0: Rachel also spoke about the importance of Queensland Ballet's partners that helped them bring the production to stage.
1: Never do these things without donors together with our presenting partner, especially Celia of Australia and our generous donors. Um, we believe in ballet bringing people together.
0: Principal dancer from Queensland Ballet, Yanela Piñera, shares with me some of her thoughts about the Nutcracker season.
2: I think the Nutcracker story is very uh, beautiful and for kids and the whole family is a great opportunity to come and watch the ballet. I think it's become a tradition every year all the families come and join us for our performances and it's very special.
0: Yanela also shared some of her highlights and her favourite roles to perform within the Nutcracker.
2: I love to perform the Sugar Plum Fairy <laughs> and also love to perform the Snow Queen as well. I think the whole production is really beautiful and I think people enjoy it every year.
0: And how many months does it take you to prepare for the Nutcracker season and how long do you actually have to rehearse?
2: Well, we depends on our season, if we have a longer time to prepare the our Cracket especially if we only had three weeks to prepare. Sometimes we have five weeks, or sometimes, you know, it depends how our schedule is for the whole year, and I think because we've been doing this production for a very long time now, ten years, a lot of the dancers, we've done a lot of the roles many times, mm. so we don't need to rehearse a lot, but for the youngest who join the company and have to learn the new roles, um, they might need a little bit of rehearsal time, but yeah.
0: Do you ever remember the choreography by heart when you come
2: back each year? Yeah, of course, 17 years doing it, yeah. (laughs) I think it's a very festive um, time of the year when we always perform the Cracker, and I think it's a great opportunity for the family, especially the kids, uh, come and be their first ballet experience. And I think a lot of families, they come back every year, and they love it so much. It's very, very
0: beautiful. I also spoke with Principal Dancer, Patricia Reve. How do you think the Nutcracker captures the Christmas spirit? Well,
3: I think it's, it makes kids dream. It make, makes kids have an ambition, and or not only ambition, a, a, a fun time, just a simple fun time. So. It capture the the festivities, it capture the the happiness that we all should experience in Christmas.
0: Queensland Ballet Costume Archivist and Resident Designer Norline Hill shared with me a little bit about the magic behind the costumes.
3: For 20 years I was the uh, head of wardrobe and uh, my task on The Nutcracker was to be Associate Designer for Desmond Healy who's an amazing accomplished designer who was unfortunately unable to be here to put it together so I had to go to New York to meet him and uh, for him to get to know me and to agree to actually hand it over. What a special task. (laughs) So Desmond is this amazing legendary designer. He's won Broadway awards and an amazing beautiful man too and so my job was to um, be his eyes and ears on the ground I suppose because he was not able to be here and also didn't communicate by a computer so it was a bit difficult to be in constant um, contact so we needed to get to know each other to really trust that we could really sure. work together long distance and so then my role is then to oversee the whole production of the costumes so had a wonderful team of costumiers making them and we had to source all of the fabrics and decide the colours. And
0: how long does it actually take to make all these costumes, and how many people do you have working with you?
3: Well, um, we had it took us about four months to make the costumes originally in 2013. There was about 28 different um, costumiers, milliners. Uh, Wig makers, pattern makers, jewellery makers, tutu makers. I've probably forgotten somebody, but there's yeah. a, a big team of very creative and talented people that come together yeah. to make, make the costumes.
0: For sure, there's so many elements behind the scenes of these performances. With the costumes, how do you think they actually capture the Christmas spirit and, you know, make the story complete?
3: Well, I think it's the, the festive nature and the magical nature of, of the ballet. And also the colours, are very festive in Christmas, and you know there's uh, the whole uh, land of sweets and and the magical places that that the Clara goes to,
0: yeah, to visit. For
3: sure. And I think it's just a it's a very festive, fun ballet that appeals to a lot of you know across the board to uh, young and old alike. Yes, <laughs> and it's amazing that. We're up to the 10th anniversary because it's not very often that you get to perform the same ballet every Definitely. year.
0: Nolene also shared about the process of making new costumes for incoming dancers.
3: There's multiple dancers that wear the costumes, so we have to accommodate that. So sometimes when, when it comes back, we have to make extra costumes because of the casting. So um, there's always work to do on it, and at the moment, we've got a team of 15 people in there working on the costumes, getting them prepared for, for um, the next season. <laughs> there's about 145 costumes but if you break that down because there's many different elements to a costume piece, there could be five or six different elements so you multiply that, there's about four or five hundred pieces, individual pieces that, that go together that you have to put together. So it's a very big team initially to make the costumes as well, so it would have been um, and we had about 28 people working on them um, originally. Um, so there's a lot of different skilled people, so you've got co- pattern makers, costumers who put the costumes together. There's milliners. there's tutu makers, there's shoemakers, there's jewelry makers, there's wig makers. There's a lot of different, and then you have supervisors who I can see all, all of that as well. <laughs> um, so it's a very big team, and it take, initially it took us about four months to make it. It's very full on, and usually, you know, you don't do it as a nine-to-five.
0: Eileen also revealed that Queensland Ballet makes a lot of their own costumes in Brisbane, but sometimes they need to outsource.
3: Yeah, we do sometimes outsource to people who we work with who mainly elsewhere. Um, so for instance, uh, the person who made the rats, they were originally the, the principal cutter for, for the ballet but then they moved down to South Australia and, and so she made, we made all of the rats and we shipped them up. <laughs> rats are amazing and I think they're one of my favourite costumes because what the way Desmond's design and the fabrics that he chose to make Represent the fur of the rat, which instead of just using fake fur, it is it's, it's hundreds of different rows, size rows of stiff tulle that it has to be gathered, and it's also jagged on the edge, so each edge has to be cut. So there's a tremendous amount of work involved in, in making the rats. I think it was probably like about. Yeah, there's Ages okay. and then there's the Black King, yeah. who has different
0: elements as well. Pauline also shared how she thought the costumes captured the Christmas spirit. I think it's in the in the colours
3: and just the magical quality of it as well. And, and the different, you going through the, the different scenes and places that the colour goes to visit, like the Land of the Snow. I mean, it's very new an idea of Christmas. Of <laughs> But even here we think of Christmas as wish we had snow, for of us. So I think there's those elements, and the, it starts with, with the party, a Christmas party, and then you can move through, uh, so as well the streets, and the sugar come so it has a very very Christmassy theme all the way through it. And the costumes, in their color and shapes to reflect, reflect
0: Do you think that young audiences are quite taken and captivated by these costumes on stage?
3: I think so. We always have a lot of interest in um, the costumes and how they're made and we often get people coming behind the scenes to have a look too, in tour groups occasionally to, to see what we do and often people who know that I'm involved will ask me things about the costumes as well.
0: Thank you for listening to this Christmas special episode of the Daily Red podcast with Bianca Wiley. If you want to hear more content like this, you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Instagram, PodServe, LinkedIn, Twitter, and TikTok, and we'll be with you again soon. Bye.